2: We are just 71 days away from the midterm elections. I know some of you are counting it down already. It does seem that the winds have shifted a bit in favor of the Democrats in the last couple of weeks. Some legislative wins for President Biden going into the last few weeks of August. And the question then is, are Democrats able to use those against some of the headwinds of high inflation and some of the things that the American people are experiencing around the kitchen table? Uh, so, as always, we want to look at what is the messaging strategy going into that? And thrilled, as always, uh, to have one of the greatest thinkers on the planet, uh, Mara Carabello, founder and president of the Exoro Group and host of KSL at night. I'd love to have her on our airways any chance we can. Mara, thanks for jumping on with us.
3: Nice to be here. Good to talk to you, Boyd.
2: Uh, I've been wanting to get your perspective in terms of the the messaging because you are a master at this and looking at, okay, (laughs) where are the advantages? What do you got to be careful of? Uh, Start with some some high level things. What is it that you think uh, Democrats both nationally and locally ought to be looking at in terms of messaging?
3: Well, so here's what's interesting about the midterms. You said it well. I think the Democrats are feeling like they have some wind behind them right now and certainly President Biden was feeling his oats this weekend. But Democrats have had a harder time staying disciplined to what we've called the kitchen table issues and not just getting on social issues. So the temptation for Democrats are because of the the strong response to Roe that they stay on these social issues and not economic and kitchen table issues. And I think that would be the downfall. Um, I think what parties always have to keep in mind is that when you're talking about midterm pickups or losses, you're talking about swing districts. So those are more moderate voters, right? Those are not the red meat lovers on either the right or the left side. Those are the people that want a more sensible approach. And are the Democrats disciplined? (laughs) enough. Um, Biden is known for being a moderate, but we haven't heard that Biden for the last few months, have we? We've Mm. heard more of a a rebel, you know, a plant your flag, Biden. Um, And I think the midterms are going to be more about being sensible.
2: Uh, I think that's it's so spot on and, and so interesting. Uh, the, the discipline component always baffles me. It's like you can't right. just just stick to the message. It's, it's really, really simple. Uh, but I, I want to dig in just a little bit more on this whole idea of uh, so often uh, both political parties do it. They, they have all of these primaries and they have these little wins or somebody, you know, surprises uh, and suddenly they're swinging for the far left or the far right. Uh, but you nailed it in that the The midterms are about swing districts and very moderate voters.
3: Yeah, you know, you said this. Well, why do we make this mistake or why do political parties make the mistake over and over? And here's the age old conundrum. And, you know, I'm going to give you some math that's not never going to add up. Um, Most of us say we want moderates. We want common sense people. But It doesn't mobilize us, right? What mobilizes us is hardcore rhetoric. So as voters, we tell our politicians we'd rather have them to be normal, sensible people. But when we respond, we respond to these outrageous statements and these flag wavers. And I think that's where politicians get confused. And I think that's when they start saying this extreme rhetoric, because for better or worse, it gets voters and i would argue worse it gets voters motivated and it, the the belief is the conventional wisdom that it would be that that gets them to the polls right these yeah. Inflammatory issues, making stark contrasts, having a villain and a victor, um, gets you to the pole.
2: Yeah, and uh, I think that is a uh, "we the people" issue. It's we, just like with our children, Mm -hmm. don't reward bad behavior. Bad (laughs) behavior. Bad behavior. Uh, And I think we even see it. uh, The politicians tend to take it one step further. Uh, I was, uh, I have told more than a few uh, politicians as they stepped onto a stage in one of those big moments, no crowd surfing. Uh, You you alluded to it. They started playing to the base uh, and often that playing to the base. We even saw the president go a little bit at a fundraiser, uh, a little bit of crowd surfing going on in in terms of who the villain is.
3: For sure. And, you know, the other interesting thing. So we have a moment in time I just want to point out, particularly, Boyd, for people like you and I who are watching this all the time. Uh, there was a poll, a national poll that came out last week that's been getting a lot of coverage from NBC, but they've been doing these polls every two and three months. One thing I'll say that surprised me to watch for the midterms is the top few issues tend to be really consistent. They tend to be about the economy or versions of the economy and healthcare. Well, this last poll showed that the top issue for many voters was this um, threat to democracy. And what's so interesting is the threat to democracy has both a left narrative and a right narrative. So you're not quite sure which threat people were responding to, but it does make it, it does show how volatile the political winds are and how, yeah. you know the winds that are sailing and how it's an unusual time to be in a midterm.
2: Yeah, it's so interesting. And uh, I, I'm so glad you raised that because there were some interesting numbers out this morning. Uh, Democrat uh, operatives or campaigns have spent $2 million in ads that contain the word extreme when referring mm-hmm. to their Republican opponent. Republican entities and campaigns have spent about $1, one $1.5 using Extreme when talking about their Democratic opponent. Uh, So are we caught in the extreme of extremes? And what is the message that could actually break through all of that in this midterm?
3: It is the extreme of extremes. So here's, and you said this, I'm gonna, this bears repeating. The power is in the voter. The messaging will be that which we decide. So right now we have a critical test of, are we going to gravitate towards the politicians who are saying extreme and name calling and choosing, are we going to gravitate towards people who are outlining change and policies that we think will improve the lives of our family members? And I think right now, to be honest, the rhetoric is going to win the day. The other intriguing thing that I would like to know from our Republicans listening is that you saw in Joe Biden last week his speech. He's doing something I'm seeing more and more from Democrats, which is, differentiating between what they would call MAGA Republicans Mm. and what they would call mainstream Republicans. Um, It'll be interesting if the Democrats are, are successful at all in um, making two Republican parties, if you will.
2: Yeah, that is a fascinating discussion. I'm going to have you come back to have that one because I do think there are interesting divisions uh, and that even within those parties, uh, the, the opponents are trying to divide the parties within the parties. It, it's getting very complicated sure. that way. But uh, that For whole sure. that whole idea of <laughs> one kind of a Republican versus another one kind of I think the way someone framed it on the Democrats, it, it's not crazy Democrat, not not Green mm-hmm. New Deal crazy. You know, it's just normal. It's it's Joe Biden normal. Cra- you know, uh, so I think it's those ki- crazy. <laughs> yeah those kind of pejoratives on both sides are going to be really interesting and to see what that does with that. Uh, go back to right where you started, Mara, with that movable middle with those. Uh, will they be animated enough to show up? Uh, and will anyone give them a vision of what they're for when it comes to policy uh, and the future, as opposed to just what they're running against in terms of their their opponent? Uh, Mara Carvello uh, one of the great thinkers in the state of Utah, founder and president of the exoro Group, one of the great hosts of KSL at night. If you haven't checked that out, to check that out, some great dialogue happening there on KSL as well. Mara, thanks for joining us today.
3: Thanks for including me.
2: All right. Uh, love to have Mara on the program. She is a truly a great, great thinker. Uh, we're going to step aside for bottom of the hour news. We're going to stay with the question and the conversation when we come back. Jason Perry from the Hinckley Institute of Politics is going to join us, give us his take in terms of the messaging rolling into the midterm. Stay with us on KSL News Radio.
0: A gun in the face.
1: Then all of a sudden they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought,